You're listening to the Russell Bread Podcast. That's a shit. I didn't get mad when you stole all my moves. Your daddy's not here anymore. It's how was your movie, by the way? I oh, missed I, it. Mine, mine went straight to DVD, just like yours. Careful, you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Oh, it would help if you could see me. <laughs> That's what happens when you start chatting it up <laughs> during the intro. What is going on, guys? My name is JD, the first effing lady of the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And this is episode 198 of the Russell Red Black broadcast. And by my brother's keeper, as you see, it is all about what I've been wanting for so long. We are finally getting it. And as you see, I am not alone. It's the viral sensation of this week. <laughs> he went viral on Twitter and TikTok for his hot takes, which of course got other people riled up because <laughs> he is the number one fan of the tribal chief. He will stand for his tribal chief no matter what all of half of TikTok say, no matter how many people sit there and stitch his videos and sit there and put the thumbs down on his tweets. He will stand tall for his tribal chief, okay? And that is Devin. How are you doing? What's going on, first lady? You know, since we're doing SummerSlam, it wouldn't be right if I couldn't just give my breakdown of the hashtag forever champ, hashtag champions all champions, hashtag no one beats my tribal chief. <laughs> Get those ones up. Exactly. Forever. 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 Yes, forever. Forever. <laughs> so let it be known. Yes. That clip will be played a few times tonight. <laughs> oh, man. But it's going to be a good show. It's going to be it a is. good night. And I can't wait to break this down, especially, especially with my bloodline sister. So I appreciate exactly. the invite of coming through. Or mostly, I kind of invited myself. And I was like, <laughs> hey, want to tag team this? <laughs> of course. You went viral this week. <laughs> you went viral. <laughs> and I know everybody's going to have a hot take. First of all, shout out to the chat. The early birds, the of course. Up. Of course. What's going on, Courtney? With the first comment, what's up, first lady? Thank you so much for tuning in. And then Devin himself. <laughs> It's height. You can tell he has a lot to (laughs) say tonight, okay? What's going on, Kayla? Thank you so much for tuning in. What's up, Cage? My IQ. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Lieutenant Dan. Dan. Dirty Dan number one. All right, in the weeds, sitting there giving out the hot takes and everything. And then all the way from the future, he already knows what we're about to say. Okay, because he's from the future. That's Don from the broadcast podcast. What's good, JD and Devin? And uh, and now everybody's realizing, oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Acknowledge the first lady. (laughs) Acknowledge the first lady. (laughs) Everybody's oh whoa, Devin's here too. What's going on, Tim? What's good, family? Make sure y'all check out the AEW Dynamite review from last night. Okay, they had a lot of great things to say. 
And then from Tally, what's going on? I missed you, JD. Well, we're here. We are here. Yes. And then Courtney, once again. And then, of course, make sure you join the Discord. We have a Discord going on. Make sure you join it today to receive updates, connect with us, have a safe space for conversation and insight. Listen, if you don't agree with some of the things that we say, it is okay. We can have a good debate going back and forth. Hey, this is my point. This is your point and everything like that. Um, but, you know, we all know that when it comes to the tribal chief. Forever. 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 That's okay. <laughs> and That's as well okay. when it comes to your wrestling opinion i'm not making myself clear i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> but still be yes. sure to join the discord it's a lot of fun uh, as we all talk in there hashtag we the ones and you'll see the discord information in the chat so be sure to go check it out as well Yes. Uh, what's going on, Faction Cast? What's going on? Thank you for coming in and tuning in, of course. And then what's going on, Angela? Thank you for tuning in. Oh, wifey in the building. Wife. I got to acknowledge my wifey. What's up, so, wifey? Yeah, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? What's acknowledge going the wifey on? in the chat. Get the ones up in the chat for the wifey. Right. Thank you for tuning in. And then just in time, because he is just in time, salute to the first effing lady and the tribal chief. And then as Courtney says, the Discord is Liddy. Be sure to hop on in um, <clears throat> and get the chat going of how you feel about SummerSlam, how you feel about the fallout from it as well. And... What is going to happen on SmackDown? Everybody's sitting here upset about what's going on. Let's see how many of y'all going to tune in on SmackDown to find out what really happened, okay? And as I am sitting here wearing Jimmy's shirt, because he is nobody, bitch. Mm. But mm. before we get into all of the breakdown and everything like that, we got something to tell y'all. Stay tuned. Yo, what's good, brother? You ready to live stream? Oh man, I just don't know. I, uh, I'm feeling real low on energy right now. What? You know what, man? I know exactly what you need. You need some W energy. Let me send you some W energy right now. W? W? W who? W what? W energy? What's that? What's W energy drink you say, Tim? W is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or against like other energy drinks. W energy drink contains no maltodextrin fillers and don't use artificial dyes. W energy drink also contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropic, and 150 milligrams caffeine. Here, Tim, try W's energy drink latest flavor, Dragonade. How do you feel? Yo! Oh, oh, I'm feeling so much better. Damn, where do I get some more of that W from? Oh, that's what's up. Just go to the awesome website, w.gg, and use our special code, Bloodline1, and get 10% off right now. That's right. Be Got sure it. to check it all out, okay? It's, shout out to TK and Devin for that awesome 
awesome commercial, okay? If that don't make you guys want to go out and get some dubby, I don't know what to tell y'all. And Shout the out camera to the right, just doesn't right know whether man. to Shout zoom in right. or not. That's My right. brother okay strong enough to bring out bangers yes pk always say and then first of all shout out to dom coming in oh snap the queen of philly and the tribal chief my night is made let's effing go what's going on psycho oh, thank you so much brother. for tuning in um and then one more thing first of all we got merch if you don't know um i think the sale is over by now it is yeah. sales over sorry <laughs> if you missed it that's on you but what you should still do is go and check out the website and that is bloodline.com forward slash merch for um, yeah. everything first of all we got we got t-shirts we got tank tops for those who like to show the guns in the sun you only got a few weeks left of summer so you don't got that much time to show them off we also got v-necks for those who like it a little spicy we got shirts for the babies get the little onesies for your little ones as well and of course the biggest thing that devin always say we got beach towels beach towels ass <laughs> off the sand okay right. especially for those on the east coast who likes to go to the shore be sure to go and get you a beach towel. Make sure, I mean, sand gets everywhere, as Anakin says. It gets everywhere in his course, and he hates it. And, it's, you know, if you get sand all over you, you would probably hate it too. So be sure to go and check out the website, all right? That is bloodlinenetwork.com slash merch. Look at them T-shirts. Come on now. We got in a nice red. I don't have it on me. Normally I have my red shirt, but I don't have it on me. But, yeah, uh, no. It's not on sale, so don't, so ignore that part of it. But bloodlinenetwork.com <laughs> 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 slash merch, okay? Check out the merchandise, and yeah, you'll be acknowledged, okay? We acknowledge so, you for wearing the merch. Exactly. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if you are just, you know, you could easily just be walking down the street. If somebody sits there and look at you all crazy, I mean, you could pretty much just sit there and be Acknowledging me. Acknowledging. Goddamn radio. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> I still can't get over the clip. He walked in the, the titles. The titles hitting the tables and shit while he walks away. <laughs> he mad as hell. He didn't get acknowledged. That's right. You can do that with our T-shirts. You can just yeah. go up to someone and say, acknowledge me. Now, the titles are, you know, sold separately in stores and everything. So you can't reenact the title portion, but you can sit there and say, hey, acknowledge me. And we're getting shout outs for the commercial. Angela said, you guys killed that commercial. Thank you, babe. Thank you, babe. I'm going to put the one up for that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then we also got Courtney. The commercials are so good. And then Fatchy Cats, I'm trying to be like y'all when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, like I said, we had SummerSlam was completely crazy, of course. And normally I like to go in order, but I'm like, listen, people were heated with that finish. Um, let me see. 
I think I had some news, little little snippet stuff like that that came right. up before we get into um, the good stuff. The good stuff, of course, because <laughs> I am going to start with um, I am going to start with the tribal court um, match first. I was going to leave it for last, but I decided to start with it first. Um, Kayla said, gets me every time with the commercial. <laughs> Some <of> that <laughs> But I will have to, a uh, bit of news that we got. Some bad news uh, for some people. Um, first of all, all that teasing and shit talking that y'all were saying about Buddy Murphy. He done went and proposed to Rhea and Rhea said yes. Okay. Uh, sorry for a lot of people. I know when soon as everybody read that tweet, everyone's reaction was just, What the fuck, y'all? God damn! God damn! Yep. So it is what it is. But congratulations to them, though. They got engaged. Um, I was like, he needs to chill it because, you know, last time, last time someone got engaged during a, um, you know, a whole WWE angle. It didn't work out so well. It didn't work out so well. <laughs> I'm like, you better be careful because Triple H will sit there and get petty and he'll he'll introduce a whole other storyline for Rhea and Dom. And Buddy's not going to like it at all. Um, And then quickly, so getting over to some AEW news. Uh, so apparently Kenny Omega was top of the list of what WWE most wanted to sign. Um, and that if he was to go over to WWE, he would allegedly be a top guy similar to on the level of Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and Brock Lesnar. And that's according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter. So take that with as much salt of you as you... A bullshit? A bullshit? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Take that with all the salt. All right. Um, and then, um, this is from the Young Bucks. Apparently, uh, as far as them re-signing with AEW, it was a majority vote, but they were kind of, it sounded like they were split. Uh, apparently one of the Bucks was think had to be talked out of retiring. They had to sit there and weigh their options as far as going to WWE versus AEW. And ultimately they signed with, um, they re-signed with AEW. Triple H better than who's creative. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, triple as much as Triple H is cool with creative, he can be a bit petty. He can get petty for some people. Yep, here comes the news from the weeds. That's yep. right. Take this with all the grains of salt that you can. Um, also, unfortunately, uh, for a lot of us who were hoping she would be good for all in, Jamie Hayter is dealing with various injuries uh injuries. And apparently her return date could be um, February 2024. And that's just a rough estimate. And that's also by the Wrestling Observer. So take mm. that with as much salt as you can. Um, and then some uh, news back going back to WWE. Devin made like this. Uh, Dave Meltzer claims that he is hearing that the goal within WWE is for NXT to beat Dynamite in the 18 to 49 demographic one of these weeks. Um they want to beat Dynamite, so they're, they're, there's the war that Tony Khan keeps saying. There is the war. Um, I mean, it's it's a possibility, and this is coming from someone who likes AEW. It is possible because thanks to Dominic, 
Rhea Ripley and Rey Mysterio, NXT had its best numbers since uh, April of 2021. And they did 776,000 uh, views last Tuesday. Um, and AEW Dynamite normally is in that 800 range. It can dip down the 700s or go up to 900s, depending on what gets said. But it is possible NXT could beat the ratings for those who are uh, the ratings fans and loves to look at the ratings and all that other stuff. There you go. I'm an NXT 2.0 fan. Yeah! Let's go. <laughs> there it is. So yeah, so it's possible that could happen. It is possible it can happen. Uh, <laughs> Dan said, "I am not in weeds today. I had to cut the grass." <laughs> and then the other dirty Dan says, "I'm too busy in the weeds to deliver those life news." Exactly what I said. Take it with all the grain of salt that you want okay take all the grain of salt that you want because yeah, you lost me at messler as soon as you said david man i'm like right, that's what i said just take it take it <laughs> you know no. take it for what it take it for what he says you know <laughs> he swears that he is right 100 percent of the time but we all know that we all know if you don't know then you should know yeah uh what's going on dylan Thank you for tuning in. What's good, family? Uh um, in that building. What's going on? Right. And then Dan said, I'm liking the Rhea Ripley Valkyria uh, storyline. I'm liking that too. I really love the fact that they're bringing a lot of people on the main roster to NXT because it really creates a lot of different, um, different uh, storylines and feuds. And it helps out, you know, that NXT person. It also kind of like revigorates the person from the top uh, from the main roster like Baron Corbin mm -hmm. for example who has been killing it in NXT to the point that he said he don't even want to go back up to the main roster just yet he wants people he wants the people on the main roster the fans on the main roster to miss him a bit for him to <laughs> stay in NXT because they're hungry they're passionate he's having fun down there so he wants a bit of a break a bit of a reset which I don't blame him for because, uh, you know, we don't need him happy or sad anymore. We just need him to be like the lone wolf, uh, Baron Corbin, once again. So I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him. And then, of course, we got Dom, our, our North American champion. Hello. Salute him. Acknowledge him. Okay. As much as y'all would like to boo him. He's a then, draw. you know, He's a that's, that's y'all champion. Uh, Dom says, NXT 2.0, no mold. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the non-colorful nxt but so that's the bit of news that i i pulled uh i don't really i don't really go into deeply too much news uh because like i said take it for all the green assaults that you want um so we're gonna get right into it we're starting off with our summer slam review and we are starting off with the match that everyone keeps talking about that everyone has such a hot take for that despite them not liking the bloodline no more and saying that they're done with it, they tend to use, ironically, a certain certain thumbnails that has a certain person's face on it, you know, or or people on it, which I find very ironic that uh, if you're done with the bloodline, you know, you're kind of using the bloodline to uh, get your little clicks and stuff like that. But <laughs> I digress. Um, 
And that is the tribal combat, tribal combat between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso with the amazing match. Um, I I was a little confused with the rules. Apparently there weren't supposed to be any family members there, but then Solo came and interfered in the match. And I was like, okay, maybe... Don't know what happened, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> he interfered in the match, and then um, we thought we had a one, two, three until Jay Uso got pulled out of the ring by a mystery person, and that person ended up being Jimmy Uso. And in case if he was unsure whether or not he was turning on Jay, he sat there and super kicked shit out of Jay, out of Jay, rolled him in the ring, and people missed. He did not celebrate with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So this is not, I don't think this is him rejoining the bloodline. Okay. So people need to calm down of, oh, I thought he did this, that, the third. He didn't celebrate with Roman Reigns. Normally the new person who joins Roman Reigns celebrates with Roman Reigns. He just rolled Jay into the ring and he bounced. Probably got in the fucking car with his dad okay <laughs> so we'll oh, see dear. what happens yeah we'll see what happens on smackdown maybe he'll sit there and said i did it for the people i did it for the rock like his dad did all those years ago but very interesting match i'm first of all i'm very happy with the finish of it and the fact that we got the turn jimmy letting everyone know he is nobody's bitch and then tribal chiefs is just you know what he does <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be a fun show. It is gonna be a fun show. <laughs> but yeah, what's your thoughts on the uh match? Even so, you went viral, of course. So you let, let you go with your thoughts. Of course, I didn't think it would do anything. I'm just, you know, hey, let me point out some of the clues because everybody just, you know, they missing the message. <laughs> That's what they was missing, you know, because nowadays, what's wrestling fans? They're all they're all about the destination. They want to figure it out. They want to traject the destination. They just want to enjoy the ride. They don't want to sightsee. They don't want to see the mountains. They don't want to see the hills or nothing like that. They're like, Dad, Mom, are we there yet? No, shut the fuck up. Enjoy the scenery. Look out the window. Breathe. They're some- mad tweeting. Taste some air. Taste the air. Taste the air. <laughs> and they don't want to do that. But I enjoyed it because I don't care. I love my tribe with you. Just like Paul Heyman. He, he loves his tribal chief. I love my tribal chief. All right. I don't care what anyone says. This was a phenomenal fucking match. It had me roller coaster up and down. It was a moment that I thought Jay was going to pull it off. They was like, well, what were you talking about? What's predictable? Hey, I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm not about, I'm not about the destination. So that's just me. So that's just, that, that's how I, I'm able to have fun with wrestling nowadays. Because I just throw out the destination. I'm just here for the ride and then I critique later. And that's what I'm doing. Because the tribal rules, yeah, that guy, you know. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? Okay, yeah. I'm with it, though. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we don't need it. But the match, the story, it was violent as hell. Some of the spots. Uh, when Jay was beating my tribal chief with that kendo stick, I was worried. I was concerned. I was telling my, I was telling Jay to stop it. <laughs> pop it. All right. And Cheap Love, by the way, check out our watch long. Yes. Yeah. Yes, check out our watch from SummerSlam on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. You can see that it was fire. We had an amazing time. So check out all of our reactions. You know, the 999 for Rhonda. Yes. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everyone's community. 
So that was great. But just check it out. But Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, it was a beautiful match. And the ending was just, yes. just, yes. And scrumptious too. It was scrumptious. I could tell Pop H just, yes, yeah, scrumptious because that swerve, that fucking swerve from Jimmy. Because I was like, who was this? I was like, this is another, is this another bloodline? Is this? Mm -hmm. Other, this is a cousin I don't know about because they got a whole bunch of family members. Is that is that the other dude from LAW? Uh, Jacob Fatu? Is this that dude? I didn't know. So yeah. he puts down the mask and you see it's Jimmy. And I was like, holy shit. And then I wasn't even thinking about anything. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And I see Jay. He, uh, see Jay, he's just on the ground looking at his brother. Couldn't believe he's in shock. And they've been staring at each other. And Jimmy just for a moment it's like fuck this wow his own brother his own brother but there were signs they were signs yes like the nobody's bitch there were signs. even a few weeks ago uh when he said when he called himself the tribal chief with his brother in the ring right next to him he called himself the tribal chief so it was clearly obvious signs if you missed it that's too bad sucks to be you <laughs> I love wrestling because I have to have fun with it. And mm -hmm. I don't take it serious too. <laughs> exactly. My, that is my, not my conclusion, but that's right now, that's my synopsis of the match right now. Uh, but the Tribal Chief, you know, he he is really not the villain. He is the hero in this story. He's been, <laughs> you think, oh, he's a manipulator. He's a narcissist. He is telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Either you like it or don't, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's up to you. They're getting in their feelings. He told Jay the truth about, hey, your brother, he's an anchor. I'm the wings. I'm going to lift you up, brother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, I can put on a mask, too. He, yep. he show you all that brotherly love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I can do it, too. I can put on a mask, too. I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. He's, he, he saw it. The tribal chief, he sees everything. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to observe. You're supposed to watch. You're supposed to let people know. And that's what happened. <sighs> exactly. Okay, Peter Paul Heyman. Coming over for now. Yeah. <laughs> Great and coming in. I'm sorry I'm late. My tribal chief said just <laughs> like Paul Heyman. What's going on, Graydon? <laughs> oh, Graydon, the bin buster in the building. What's up, yes. brother? We got streets. Hey, oh, Like I always say, if you are into fantasy baseball, fantasy football, if you don't know who to draft, like yours truly, <laughs> I still got to research. Go to the streets. Um, and then, of course, Nick. What's good, family? Yes. What is going on, Nick? Thank you so much for tuning in. As the Phillies had a no-hitter. Mm. No-hitter. 124 pitch. I watched the highlights this week. It was amazing. Wish I was at that game, but of course it was a night game. I don't do night games. I don't do night games, but it's okay. But yeah, what's going on, guys? Everyone coming in and showing love. Thank you guys for tuning in. As we watch uh, sermon number one. <laughs> <laughs> from part one just part one yes just a exactly. little bit little samples little sample uh, case. Tribal chief but yeah so i really appreciated the fact that we got another notch to the bloodline listen people are upset that you know all oh, it was predictable first of all wwe had you guys so y'all thought so hard that fucking Sami Zayn was going to win at elimination chamber even though we had Roman versus Cody that was announced 
storylines and everything at WrestleMania, and y'all still had the thought that maybe it would be Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes. Okay, so don't give me the whole oh, you know, this, that, and the third, because y'all were also saying there was people that was sitting there saying, oh. You know, they first went against each other at SummerSlam. It's going to end at SummerSlam. And for Jay to, you know, come in to next in line in this, that, and the third. And so, all confusing. As Dale Bryan say, fickle. All right. Fickle ass friends. All right. Because y'all want, y'all want Roman versus Cody at Mania 40. In order for that to happen, Roman has to retain the title until Mania 40. Because y'all don't want him to lose anyone else. Y'all want Cody to be the one to lose the title. Cause we all know for Roman to have this long of a reign, he has, if he loses it, it's going to happen at WrestleMania. It has to happen in front of the biggest audience for him to have held this title for so long and have the storyline like for y'all to sit there, for people to sit there and say they are tired of the story. He has held the belt at three years at this point, And y'all still talk about the bloodline. The bloodline is on y'all thumbnails. The bloodline is y'all tweets. Okay. Y'all sit there and do reactions to him and everything like that. Y'all sit there and do the ones in the air and, you know, say acknowledge me and everything like that. This, this storyline has put people over. First of all, I will have to say, and I'm putting, I'm putting the fickle fans out there. Y'all have not been singing the Usos theme. The Usos had this theme for years, and all of a sudden, y'all sitting there rocking it out. (laughs) Y'all just like the eight mile crowd. So I'm like, y'all weren't like this last year, okay? Y'all was not like this last year. They had the same damn song and everything, same words. Y'all was not singing their theme until now. So this is why the bloodline still remains. Because look look how y'all reacting Two people are going against Roman Reigns, okay? Y'all now all of a sudden, oh, day one, day one, all this other stuff. Now y'all Uso family and everything. Y'all wasn't, y'all wasn't rocking with Sami Zayn until he got with the bloodline. Until he was the honorary Us and was feeling Usi and everything like that. Y'all sitting there, y'all, yada, yada, yada. Y'all are more set about Becky and Trish not being on the show than Sami Zayn not being on the show. So, y'all. The fickle fans ain't ready for that conversation. Fickle fans. You know, I got a perfect way for this, you fickle ass fans. <laughs> oh, Carlos is Embarrassing. <laughs> exactly. Like, y'all not ready for that. And then y'all, like, y'all didn't care to, y'all, y'all liked KO and Sami Zayn beforehand. Um, Faction Cast said, he were yeah, there were people who were definitely behind Sami Zayn before the storyline, of course. Um, and there were people who were upset that he went against Johnny Knoxville. There were people, I mean, and I'm not even talking about those type of people, but there were people who could who didn't really care about Sami Zayn until he joined the bloodline. Like when he he without like yes, whatever Sami Zayn does, he does it amazingly. When he was the psychotic guy. Um, looking like uh, Castro and everything like that before he did an amazing job with that. Everything he does, he does amazingly. But there were people who did not like him during that period of time. They didn't really care for him during that period of time. There were people who didn't care for him last year at WrestleMania that suddenly now care for him or like honorary Uso and Usi and all this other stuff who don't even speak about him now. Like since he has left the bloodline, they won the titles, and now it's him and KO. 
people aren't harping for the fact that they're not they weren't on the um that they weren't on the pre the premium live events. I keep one <laughs> that they weren't on there. So I'm not talking to those fans who are definitely behind Sammy and is just consistent with him. These are the fans that are like up and down with him. So and people were um people could care less with some of the when um I forgot the other person I was gonna bring up. KO? No, I mentioned KO too. It was someone else. It wasn't Cody because people were hot for Cody since he came back. So the people he faced, you got Rey Mysterio for Tribal Chief. Uh, yeah. It was pretty much a lot of people who he went against. All of a sudden, they became fans of him. But that really shows how good of a heel Roman Reigns is. Like if If people who he goes against suddenly become white hot, to the point that y'all sitting there singing theme songs and rocking the shirts and all this other stuff, <laughs> and y'all cheering for them louder than I ever heard y'all cheer for them before. That goes to show how good of a heel this person is. That y'all hate him so much that y'all creating fucking chants and songs that I never heard in my life before. The whole if you hate Roman, stand up. You know, um, yeah, KO is injured, and that's why they weren't. But they could have had Sami Zayn. On um, they could have Sami Zayn on a one-on-one match or something like that. I don't even think he was in the um, the the um Slim Jim Battle Royal. Oh no, he wasn't. Nope. Yeah, so they could have they could have put him in there. Um, they could have put him in there. They could have had him doing you know uh just a throw together tag team or you know triple threat or something like that because uh they weren't on. I don't think they were on the last pay per view either. Like they just been kind of stagnant. Like they just had him do the triple threat um just now. Now he's like, you know, getting into it. But when KO wasn't injured, they really didn't have a lot going on. Yes, Drew McIntyre. That is the person I was uh, thinking yeah, about. Yeah, Drew. That's right. That is the person I was thinking about, Drew McIntyre. Um I didn't mind that Trish and Becky wasn't on the show. No, I mm. um so of course, uh, if you guys didn't check out the um if you guys didn't check out the um press conference afterwards uh triple h is getting tired of some of these fans <laughs> call them he's, out he's getting tired of these fans and he is getting tired of some of these um he's getting tired of some of the uh, some of the reporters too cuz there was someone who asked him about the Trish and Becky how they were not on the show and he was like, who announced that they were on the show? He's like, I never <laughs> announced that they were on the show. <laughs> Pretty much was like, y'all y'all the ones who said they were on the show. Y'all the ones that said that they were on the show and was not put on the show. He was like, I didn't make any announcement that they were on the show. But Fightful.com then- reported. Dance puppets! Dance! <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so he was like, I didn't report it. And they even asked about how Austin Theory has been on the pay-per-view, like I kind of said. And he uh he sat there and was like, um, just because he wasn't on a pay-per-view, he's like, Look, five weeks from now, we got payback. Five weeks after that, we have another pay-per-view. He was like, just because they're not on this premium live event doesn't mean that they're not on the other premium live event. And then he said thank you to the guy who asked about Trish and Becky as if they fuck you. And I feel like in Triple H's head, he was just so suck it. Suck it. Suck it. 
what, yeah. that's what he was thinking. That's what he was thinking. Uh, TK said, I've been down since day one. <laughs> they never been over to this level. Oh. I've been saying they're the best tag team in the world for like eight years. Exactly. I've been a fan of the Usos. I've been waiting for them to go against each other forever. I've been waiting. Yes, Gus, I love Psyched. So yeah. when I saw that clip, I was, I'm using that. That is being used. I've been used that clip since Clash of the Castle. So I forgot <laughs> all about that. I was like, watch. I forgot about this clip, but yeah, good on you. Good on this like, lady. I had to look through the clips. I was like, these clips look familiar. I just don't know what part. <laughs> like, what, what are these saying? Uh, but Dirty Dan came out of the weeds, reported it, and lost another title. <laughs> <laughs> Played the suck it clip. Played the suck it clip one more time for the champ. We got requests. Um, we have a request. Ask and you shall receive. So suck it. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> there you go, champ. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. And shout um, out to Papa H for that response because he was yeah. speaking business first and everybody's all emotional. What about Trish? What about what about Austin? Like, did I you got he's in Battle Royale? We got a pay-per-view. Business. Hey, people yeah. can't can't remove emotion sometimes. No, but there is a match that he could have just, uh, he could have removed and put back. We're going to get to oh, that yeah, yeah. a little later. But yeah, so I'm excited about this. And people were very upset at this finish and like why Jimmy didn't make sense. And I was like, let's just figure this out. And you did have that clip of um, what Roman was saying that was like, that's, that's really what that's how I felt that what happened. Uh, I forgot which Uso it was. I don't know if it was Jimmy or Jay, but one of them wanted to keep the family together. They was just mainly like you have been to Roman that you just have been manipulating everyone. You know, you have been doing you're doing too much. And let's just get back to the basics. Let's get back to what the bloodline was about. You know, that we were before everybody started turning and things like that, that it was about family. OK, Q. Dominic Toretto, um, that they were about family and it was about being together and staying together. <laughs> you writing that down. Family, yeah, you, <laughs> you caught me. You caught me red-handed. <laughs> like I said, yeah, you it, was about, it. it was about family. And so, um, and I, I forgot which one it was. I think it was Jimmy because um, I think he was explaining the reason why he turned on Roman. It's because pretty much like you was getting manipulative. You was doing too much. And we, the bloodline was basically about family and staying together. And, um, and so what Roman, and then, you know, when Jimmy got attacked and got kicked out, Jay was about, you know, getting payback for his brother. But then it suddenly turned to him trying to go after the tribal chief title. And he went to the elders to get it. Like the elders didn't come to him. Well, I mean, the elders requested it, but it felt like he went to the elders to request this because Roman didn't even double check because he was like, they okayed this. And he was like, they're the ones who said it. And it's like, there's some, I feel like there's missing information because Roman didn't definitely, it seemed like Roman didn't check to see if this was legit. It seemed like Jay could have possibly went behind people's back and requested it. Or he may not even requested this at all, that it was just, you know, him asking for this on his own. And so it was a clip that Devin went viral for that everyone got very hurt about. 
of Roman cutting a promo. I forgot when this was. Um, I believe it may have been before Money in the Bank when they were going against the Usos. He basically was telling Jay, you can't be a brother and the tribal chief at the same time. And he also brought up the fact that when Jay was the right-hand man, the person who didn't like it was Jimmy. So I feel like this isn't about like Jimmy rejoining the bloodline or being jealous that Jay was next in line for the tribal chief, which it will be a waste. It will be a complete waste if that's where they're going. I feel like that Jimmy turned on Jay because Jay, what Jay was trying to do is not align what he's trying to do. Jay all of a sudden wants to go after the tribal chief and the title instead of trying to bring the family back together again like they probably original, originally was trying to do. It's like you got, you know, our our brother going against us. You got, you know, Roman going against us. There's now this big divide in the family when we know that the um, the family is about staying together. Big ass family. They're all about staying together and, you know, keeping, you know, paying attention to, you know, keeping on each each other, making sure they're watching each other's back and stuff like that. So I feel like that's the reason why Jimmy turned on Jay. Cause it's like, now all of a sudden your mind is going towards becoming a tribal chief instead of trying to get our brother and, and, um, Roman to come back to the good side. So I feel like that's what it is. Um, and then on top of that, uh, something that a lot of people didn't see. Um, the Usos had an interview with uh, Ariel Hawaii, and I forgot when it was aired. I forgot when it came to. And they mentioned that their ultimate goal, something that they've been asking for years, was to go against each other. They want, at, they their ultimate match is Uso versus Uso at WrestleMania. So it's not like this kind of came out of nowhere. They've been asking for a long ass time to go against each other. And like I said, I don't think this is like a breakup or anything like that. I think that they, like I said, they just want that one-on-one. Jimmy attacked Jay because he said, who the fuck do you think you are? Do you, the tribal chief, haha, please. It could be that too. It could be that. Like I said, I think it's just the fact that it it was like Jimmy didn't have a problem until Jay went after the tribal chief. That's when Jimmy, that's when we saw that turn with Jimmy. Even tickled down to Zilla Fatu. Trickle, uh, tickle, trickle down to Zilla Fatu. Yeah, I feel like it's not a jealousy thing. I think it's the fact that Jimmy Jay started to go after the um, the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but yeah, the Usos wanted to feud each other for a long time, and people are like, "I don't want that" and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Y'all don't know what this could be." The fact that they want to face each other for years, that means they're gonna put on a good ass match. Don't think Bella's. I think that's why people are, are against it. They're thinking Bella's. No, think of Brett versus Owen. Think of two brothers who are good at what they do and they want to put on the best fucking match ever. Every time they are in a feud or they're in a match, it's, they were number one. They were the number one tag team voted at one point. Like y'all can't sit here and tell me that these two are not going to tear the house down if they're going against each other. And even though they did ask for it to be at WrestleMania, this could be a long feud. This could be a triple threat or fatal four-way match between everyone. It could, you know, last 
we could get a um a war games match out of them, you know, team Ooh, versus don't tease yeah. me like that. Don't tease me like that. Book it, book it, Triple H. If there's a WWE insider, there you go. Um, I take commission for that idea. Mm. Um, Courtney said that's a classic. Yes, I've, like Brett versus Owen, SummerSlam, and Brett versus Owen at WrestleMania. That could easily be the Usos. Um, great point. I can't wait to see it. Exactly. Like they can definitely tear the house down together. And it's something that could last a mania if they play their cards right. If, you know, they have a Team J versus Team uh, Team J versus Team Uso for a Survivor Series, um, you know, it kind of tease it a bit. You know, they wanted when they wanted Cody versus Roman, they sat there and teased it and weaved their way and stuff like that. You could easily do something like that. I don't, um, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want the Usos at WrestleMania. I can't wait. I don't want that. <laughs> I know. I can't. I want. I. I just want them to feud each other and. I mean, we've seen it happen with Brett versus Owen. It went from WrestleMania to SummerSlam or more SummerSlam to WrestleMania. I forget which way it went. Um, but they at least had more than they at least had a number of matches going against each other. And you could even have WrestleMania Uso versus Uso in a hell in a cell or something. Like we could escalate it to that. Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. And like I said, it could be an easy few. Hey, I I'm not fucking with you right now. I just want to beat your ass real quick, just like any family has. You know, you want to, I want to slap you up real quick. Uh, you're getting on my damn nerves. You're doing the wrong thing. Let me slap you up real quick. And then we cool afterwards. They can get back together. I mean, look what Brett and Owen did. They were cool afterwards. The <laughs> Heart Foundation came back together. So I'm, you know, people was like, oh, they broke it up. Like, look how many times KO and Sami Zayn fought each other, broke up, came back together, broke Max. up. Now they're a tag team champions. Great point. Yeah, we had the Usos together since they came since they came to WWE, and they have been together for the longest of time. There were a few times there was a singles run if one of them were injured or something like that, like we saw in the Bloodline storyline. But they never split up. They never faced each other, and it's been a very fucking long time. They've been in WWE for a very long time, so I feel like it is time. And like I said, um. Uh, also, too, a little bit of news that I found. Uh, Russell Volts, take this with a grain of salt, claims that they heard one creative force backstage wants WWE to wait until WrestleMania to do the first brother versus brother match. But it's unlikely because that's a long time ago. That's a long time. Unless someone gets injured, quote unquote, and they take time off until the Rumble and then come back. But that's like a six month wait, which is purely impossible unless someone is actually like legit injured. So. But we can have multiple matches out of these two. Have multiple matches out of these two. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, first of all, I think the best way to have the brother versus brother, I, I think we mentioned this in a pre-show when we was doing, is to have the fatal four-way. Mm -hmm. Everybody's trying to go for the chief title. Everybody feeling themselves. Then, you know, Roman's just going to shut that shit down, stand tall. You know, then he's going to go off into the, right off into the sunset. And then we can tree branch into jimmy versus jay so they can figure out their emotional issues with each other this is, when you think about it, this is this one this is one fucked up family you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they got issues but i'm down for the story i'm down for this journey especially between these two i can't wait if we get a if we get a four-way just to see that see all that come together man he's travel chief you make sure your family eat bro hey respect but 
I want I want to see Jimmy versus Jay. This is you get the two two uh one of the two one of the best wrestlers. Now they're gonna do a singles competition. So mm-hmm. why the hell not? It just makes logic. It just makes logically sound idea to me. I don't, yeah. I don't see what's the problem. I don't know. Me, I, I don't want that. I can't wait. Are we there yet? <laughs> Shut the hell up. I want, I want, I want me, 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 me. Mine, 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 mine. Now, now, now. <gasps> why, why, why can't wait? Just exactly. Be Just be patient. You used to tell me that. Be patient on the AEW's women. <laughs> <laughs> I was patient for five years. For five we years. Been patient. <laughs> 200 episodes of Dynamite later. We we took one step forward. One step for womankind. And then three steps back afterwards. Uh, Courtney Sabin won in Jimmy versus Jay versus Solo. I want to see that so bad. That's going to be a really good triple threat match. I mean, y'all got to think about it. These are brothers. They can sit there. They can fucking practice this shit for a full 24 hours. Um, you could push it to Mania, but you have to write off one for a while and have Jimmy go on a terror. Yeah, that's why I was saying. You would have to write off someone for them to come back. But I I, I don't. I highly doubt they're going to do that. I think we're going to get the feud against them pretty soon. I mean, they like I said, they can do... A war games match between them two and kind of like you know tease it a little bit where you can you have the war games match you know team jay versus team jimmy and go like that and um do it that way and is that because you'll have multiple people in the match you can kind of do a little bit of a tease of jimmy versus jay for a few minutes to get people to want it and then just kind of like go from there kind of go from there but yeah, so that was the ending that got a lot of people heated. But the bloodline, the bloodline storyline is what is the cash cow of of uh, WWE. Like it's been the biggest T-shirt selling whenever you know anything bloodline related appears on SmackDown. People want to tune in. Um, people want to talk about it. People are analyzing the little sub uh, subtlety and the little hints that's being thrown out during this segment, that this, that, and the third, and who's going to turn and everything like that. And WWE, this is like their biggest thing for the longest of time that's been consistent, like a three-year storyline that's been that people weren't exactly tired of to the point that they just stopped watching, stopped buying shirts, stopped caring, everything like that. Uh, TK says J KO Sammy versus Roman Solo Jimmy. I don't know. Like it would ha- I would love to see how they would get Jimmy to join Roman's side at a certain point. It could be Roman manipulating Jimmy and say, "Look, I want the family to be back together." <laughs> I can yes. definitely see. Yes, I can definitely see him cut that promo. Yes, we want that though. The tribal chief. He wants this. <laughs> <laughs> family family <laughs> exactly <laughs> he wants the family together so i can see how he can get jimmy onto his side uh with jimmy being mad at jay and they could throw somebody on there they could bring up some people from nxt and have them like the honorary ooze and whatnot um because i can't think of any other family members that they, they can uh, bring over uh milk the cow yeah Definitely. They're going to milk that. They're going to milk it because 
after this, there's going to be such a big void. People are going to complain that SmackDown's boring, all this other stuff. There's not going to be a big heel to hate. Like, who else besides Dominic, of course, is getting a full-ass song of If You Hate Roman, Stand Up? <laughs> like, a full-ass song. Or Fuck Roman and all that other stuff. You need a very good heel to really get people to react to. And so, once the bloodline is done and over with, Roman goes on a much needed vacation and everything like that. It's going to be a big void to fill for there to be such a compelling storyline. Like we haven't had a, a, a long lasting, you know, interesting storyline for a long time. Maybe since CM Punk, maybe or no, Daniel Bryan. No, Daniel Bryan lasted for like like a year about. He's only lasted for about a year. And CM Punk wasn't that long, didn't last that long either. So maybe since uh, McMahon versus Stone Cold, I was about to say that that's <laughs> a long storyline that people just love to talk about and very interested in, and all the different you know scenarios that happened. Like I really can't think of one. Uh, or take off your shoe. Yes, that one tripped me the fuck out. Take off your shoe if you hate Roman. I need people to explain how they came up with that. And it was people legit taking off their shoes and everything. I'm like, 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 how did y'all come up with this? Like, how did y'all? Because normally, because I when I went to wrestling shows in Philly, it always like one person who tries to do us try to start a chant, and they'll get like five people with them, and then it's just dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's happening dead in, in the our, water at all state. Like you be there, and then sometimes your section, come on, come on, and then, man, fuck that dude. Like they even try to get an Eagles chant going, and there's probably like a small section I'll do it to enough that you can hear it on TV, but it's not the whole stadium participating. You don't see people in Philly, you know, doing the Eagles arms and stuff like that, like you would probably see overseas and everything like that. Um, TK said Cody and Seth with Jay, Balor and Priest on Jimmy's side, lots of options. Yeah, because yeah, yes, wow. especially with um you can even have Balor and Priest on opposite sides too, with them beefing and going on. I can definitely see Priest getting put out of um, Judgment Day and have JD replacing Priest at that point, and have you know J JD on one on Jimmy's side, or no J yeah JD on Jimmy's side, and then Priest on the other. Like it's so many things that can go down uh, with a War Games match. But I got trust in Triple H. I know Triple H sometimes messes up, but you know I got trust in him. He learned from his mistakes, though. He doesn't. He, he does learn from his mistakes over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just saying. That's why I like Papa H leadership. He learns. He learns from his mistakes. From his mistakes. He yes. he he makes his mess up too, but he learns. So yeah, I cannot wait till SmackDown to see the the explanation of from Jimmy as to what to happen. I think they're having a segment called like Jimmy acknowledges the tribal chief or something like that, <laughs> which is probably, I don't know. I heard something along those lines. I heard something along those lines. I think I, I don't know if I heard it from raw or something like that, that they said that. And I was like, Oh, I was like, well, that's probably what Paul Heyman put together or that's what <laughs> Roman is assuming. <laughs> Roman, I he's assuming that <laughs> Roman is assuming that um you know Jay is going to come and acknowledge him or something like that and um hold on I got the clip you know we got the clip for it and Jimmy's gonna come in and just be like um I didn't say I was going to 
acknowledge you or anything like that. And Drum is going to sit there and be like, No, I didn't. No, I didn't. He said, I didn't put this together. <laughs> I didn't put this together. <laughs> uh, my tribal chief. Yeah, whatever Paul Heyman does is money. It is. Paul Heyman is amazing. But yeah, so that is the big, that's the big topic of the night was the uh, J versus Uso versus Uso. The uh, tribal chief winning once again, you know, staying champ. Forever. 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 Forever and ever and ever. Forever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, yeah. So next week we'll recap what happens on SmackDown with the with what Jimmy says and where we go from there as far as Uso versus Uso. So getting into some more um recaps, we're gonna go back to the beginning. The opening match, uh, because Logan Paul said, I need to get the fuck out of here to uh join his brother. <laughs> he showed up on time in his gear still. Showed up on time in his gear still. And that is Ricochet going against Logan Paul. Uh, they were trying to make it the most viral, the match with the most viral moments. <laughs> and it wasn't a lot of viral moments in this one. Tribal Chief. It was some, it was some oopsie daisies. Uh, they went viral for some of the wrong reasons. There was some hiccups, some uh, mistakes, uh, like that Spanish fly that they tried to do and uh, didn't didn't stick the landing. Uh, and so they tried to do it again. Um, there were some other things as well that they tried to do, and it just didn't really go that well. It was a good match. Both Ricochet and Logan Paul are good at what they do. Um, but we all knew that uh, Logan Paul was going to win. Shout out to Samantha Irvin, though. Mm. Just selling the fact that she had to announce the damn winner. Uh, the they WWE loves to just throw her on TikTok. Just love and, and I was about to say Twitter. The X. Um, <laughs> just love to put her out there as her reactions and stuff like that. She had the quivering lip. She looked like she was about to cry. She looked upset at the same time uh, that she had to announce that the winner was Logan Paul. Damn it, pretty Ricky should have won. I. I wanted him to win, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, that it was going to be Logan Paul who won. So he wins. He runs off. Don't know what's going to, what's the next step for him or where he goes from here. He'll probably disappear until either Survivor Series or mainly um, Royal Rumble at that point. Uh, YouTube shorts. Yeah, they love to put on YouTube shorts yep. too. Uh, but yeah, but this match was, it was good. It wasn't as good as they hyped this up to be. I thought it, I brought into the hype. I was like, oh, they're going to do some crazy shit. They's going, you know, like we saw at the Royal Rumble where they did the, uh, that cross spot, that crazy ass cross body into yeah, each yep. other. Yep. Um, the table spot that they kind of messed up, but it still looked pretty good. I thought they would ramp it up from there, but they really didn't. Maybe this should have been like a no disqualification match or something like that to kind of like add a little, oomph to it but logan probably is like i'm not going to get take that many bumps <laughs> for i have to show up on tv <laughs> at my brother's match um 
way to disappoint us with no spot fest, Courtney says. Yeah, uh, they did hyped it up. That it was going to be a, a spot fest. I thought it was going to be a spot fest, um, but no, we did not get that. We didn't get it. We didn't get it as much. We got attempts at a spot fest, but it was <laughs> no, it, it wasn't as good as they hyped it up to be. Devin, what's your thoughts on this? See, that's a good point. It's a good sales pitch because he really sold me on the on the most viral wrestling match we're gonna have. Like I yeah. thought, because we definitely are. Uh, the hell? Nice. <laughs> he kills me every time he does that. <laughs> he kills me every time he does that. Man, like Logan Paul thought he was talking that talk, mm -hmm. and you know it, he set the bar high, but it it was under it was underwhelming. For yeah. what he set the bar high. You shouldn't have said it was going to be the most viral. Then would have been saying, yeah, it was a good, great match. But since he said it was going to be the most viral match ever, it was nowhere near that. It was one viral exactly. match. It's one yeah. viral match I could think of. But this one, this one there. But the match was, I liked it. Shout shout out to Logan Paul. This dude know how to play a heel, know how to play the fucking crowd. Mm -hmm. he, he has learned the craft of professional wrestling. And it's and it's weird that he picked it up so quick. It is with weird. This, <laughs> with this dude. Like, yeah. And then shout out to Ricochet for getting the spot for kicking off SummerSlam, too. Mm -hmm. You know, so shout out to him, man, to get this spot. Let's see what other opportunities he get, you know, and we shall see. But uh the match was fine. I loved the Samantha uh Ir was Samantha Irvin? Yeah. Irvine. Irvin. Irvin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like her. I like her spot over there. And Logan Paul, like, say my name. Say my name again. Say my name. And she, was, she was just not having a lip quivering. And he was like, no, nah, man, you, you said it anyway. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm like, that's cold. That's cold as hell. But it was, I, I enjoyed the match. It was a good first match to start off SummerSlam. It was a good first match. Unfortunately for them, their most viral moment was the match that they were, was the SummerSlam, of course. Um, TK said, I really enjoyed this match. And he also said, was a human car crash. Yeah. I, the Their most viral moments came the first time that they pretty, literally bumped into each other. Uh, of course, that's what went over and over again. And they wanted to top it, but uh, they didn't top it, of course. But it was a good way to kick off the um, SummerSlam. If they had, had not hyped it up as much as they did, I would have I would have loved it even more. Um, next up, of course, we got Mr. Adversity, Cody Rhodes, going against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that moment just pissed me the fuck off <laughs> right there. Uh, have to give the usual disclaimer. Of course, I am the president of the Cody Rhodes Haters Club. So, you know, every time he is on my screen, I just got. Hey, 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 Got another one right there behind. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you. And I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. Exactly. The the things that they laid out for this man, I don't know what the fuck he got over Triple H and Vince McMahon that he done. He is getting like the carpet rolled out for this guy um, that Brock Lesnar, who don't shake people's hands. He rarely does this. There has I, ha I asked I asked the hubs who is a Brock Lesnar fan. I said, has he ever 
did this to anyone. He said, I don't remember. I don't recall this ever happening. That And this was unplanned, too. So this was Brock Lesnar's uh, idea because Cody thought he was going to attack him again, which I feel like he should have. But, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, after the match, shook his hand and then held up and then bro hugged him, gave him the bro hug and then held up his arm and went, you know, all four sides to pretty much um, acknowledge Cody Rhodes, which is um, very weird. Um, TK said, love that moment. <laughs> Courtney said he earned his respect. I, I feel, yeah, I know he earned his respect, but it's just like the persona that Brock Lesnar puts on and the fact that we, the last time we saw Brock Lesnar show Cody Rhodes respect on TV, he F5 the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I had a feeling he did it on his own. Yeah. I wasn't surprised, but it's just like uh street said, Brock so, is the goat. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He is that rated seller too. Motherfucker, he is. He when he wants to sell. Yeah, when he, he wants to sell, sell for it. When he wants to sell, he will sell for someone. Yeah. That motherfucker is too big though. It is illegal to be as swole as he is. What's going on, Brian? Thank you for coming in. Acknowledge the bloodline, he says. Thank you for tuning in. Um, but yeah, this this was another match where Brock was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. This is another, I'm getting the fuck out of here much. This probably would have been the opener if it wasn't for Logan Paul. <laughs> Logan Paul. But they probably did, yep. you know, rock, paper, scissors, flip the coin of who was going to go first. <laughs> and Logan's like, listen, I have to travel for the UFC show. And Brock's like, fine. <laughs> my match is your my net match is after yours then <laughs> oh. yeah but yeah brock lesnar and cody rolls the the match was very unique of course uh cody rolls went into um suplex unique. city and everything like that it was very unique uh brian cook sick we talking about the same brock lesnar <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the one-legged man down the fucking stairway. Yes, that same guy. All of a sudden, for this one person, yeah. not even for the Undertaker, he would have thought he would did it for the Undertaker. He fucking he fucking f five the Undertaker damn near into retirement. Undertaker don't even remember that match. I was there. I saw that. He don't. I, he don't even remember that match. Yo, Brock and pay for going second. Just yes. a bonus for that for that time too. Overtime, seventeen yes. minutes too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he probably went the Triple H. <laughs> it's just okay. like you better fucking pay me. I not seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I can see minutes. I can see Brock saying this to Papa. Hey, she was like, "Hey, so so listen to this, all right? So I was thinking of, of an idea, maybe twenty minute match within that time frame." And Brock like, "A bullshit, a bullshit." <laughs> oh man, exactly. I mean, sitting there at like he got paid a lot of money for <laughs> for doing a seventeen fucking match, and. <laughs> And going second, not first, because he's like either I am either I'm closing this paper premium live event. Excuse me, I'm either closing it or I'm opening. Um, broccoli, I wanted him to. <laughs> Brock, Brock, better than opening. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah, so I was like, oh, 
this is Brock is like, I want to leave. I'm not, I'm not closing the match. I want to open. Fine. Lo, you want Logan Paul to open so he can leave to go to the boxing match? Fine. And then he had to put on a 17-minute mm. match with Cody Rhodes, who loves to wrestle and do the underdog shit. So Brock, it's probably why Brock tossed his ass out of the ring. He's like, I'm not wrestling continuously <laughs> for 17 I minutes. Break. <laughs> <laughs> I need to breathe. What's up, Gitcho? What's good? What's going Thank on? so much Chicago for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. But yeah, um, I thought this was a very unique match. The fact that Brock Lesnar, that the adversity, adversity of this match was Cody Rhodes beating a 10 count. <laughs> That's what the majority of this match was, was Cody Rhodes beating, beating a 10 count. And then, of course, he had to sit there and really amp it up by rolling in at five, rolling in at eight and everything like that. Instead of using the full 10 count, as you should, each and every time. Um, but yes, that was the premise of the match. Can Cody Rhodes defeat the 10 count? I don't know how many times he got suplexed. There, normally, there's someone with signs with a count so that we can uh, keep count. Michael Cole wasn't even keeping count either. He was just like, he's, he's getting slammed a fucking million times. Like, just stay down, Cody! Just stay down! <laughs> I'm telling him to stay down, Brock. Listen to him. Tell him, Cole. Tell him. I was like, damn. Michael Cole was like, stay down, Cody. Let's get this shit over with. <laughs> Michael Cole. Michael Cole remembered that F5. So he's like, we need to stay the fuck down. Okay. I mean, uh, should Brock Lesnar sit there? Um, yeah, I try. Oh, here, here it is. Brock Lesnar sitting there looking at uh <laughs> Michael Cole. Teach a man how to squabble. <laughs> Michael Cole, like, stay down, stay <laughs> down, Cody. If you know it's good for you, stay down. Yes, props to everyone in the chat. Thank you guys so much for chat tuning in and for acting yes. and everything. Uh, we haven't hit the tangent. Of the episode just yet, but I'm sure we're gonna get there eventually. But yes, uh th this match, it was it was the Cody Rhodes match. Um, I am very interested. People want him to win the title so badly, like I always say, the Ooh, chase shit. is much better than the reign, <laughs> the title reign. I cannot wait for him to win the title. Sorry, Devin. I can't wait for him to win the title, just so I can hear them same fans complain when he gets the title oh, yeah. and y'all gonna be up y'all gonna have the same opinions i have for this guy when he was in AEW. that he is always an underdog he underdogs it up and he wants to be he wants to be john cena to a fan base that doesn't really want john cena's mm. so it's gonna be all cool and well that he is an underdog but once he wins the title you can't be an underdog ass champ yes you can't be an underdog ass champ. He's going to try to underdog it. And you can't do that. Just like how he did. Because people got a little snippet of it at the Royal Rumble. When he came in at number 30. And he was sitting there being underdog to Gunther. Who was there since 
you know, number he was number one in the Royal Rumble. He was sitting there getting his ass beat just so he can hawk up and underdog it. So very curious to how people are gonna respond to that. Black Hawks once swiped the Stanley Cup in 17 seconds, and Brock Lesnar held a chainsaw to Vince McMahon's grapefruits and scared tons of extra cash for a 17 match. Losing to Cody, exactly. This is a 17-minute match of him losing and having to put over Cody Rhodes. <laughs> listen y'all know i have an opinion whenever this yes. man is on man, the screen it just you and have the to keep the character exactly you have to keep the character consistent like like um brian cook said this is the same brock lesnar who f5'd a one-legged man down a stairway Yes. And this was a one shot. Like they didn't cut away or anything like that. He legit went down them stairs. Beat the one legged man in front of his mama. In front of his mama. Exactly. The same person. Uh, get just said Cody in the 10 count and Brock trying to hide his broke shorts was the highest spot of this match. Listen, you know, Brock Lesnar sat there and fucking he cursed out somebody. He was like, this shit wouldn't happen. If this went for five minutes, like I fucking said the first time. <laughs> shorts ain't built for that. The shorts is not built for no 17-minute match, okay? It was built for five-minute matches. It was built eight minutes tops, because we were surprised with that uh, Goldberg-Brock match that went eight minutes tops. But yeah. this man is just like, yeah, here we go. He F5 the man on the ring pole in front of him. Yep. Yep. Same guy. Same guy. Well, I'm going to show this man respect. I'm exactly. Man I'm going to show this man respect out of nowhere. Out of all the people I faced, he ain't even show respect to Roman Reigns. And he'd been fighting against Roman Reigns for a decade. Right, man. He put you, he, he was standing on top of you with the one up. I remember that. Man. Decade. Could respect <laughs> that man. Couldn't acknowledge my father, Jesus. For a decade. But Devin, what's your thoughts on this match? <laughs> First of all, I love your breakdown. You know, you're you're the only one who's hating on this handshake. Because I can see your reaction. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. I cause I I because I I understood the story, the the, the story they was telling you. Know, Brock throwing him out the ring like 1,800 times and telling him to stay down. And Cody kept getting up. And, yeah, so I understood the story. And the finish was fine. Even the respect was fine. I liked that. You know, shook his hand, gave him a little headbutt, bro hug, and lift up his arm. And that was cool. So I enjoyed it. I'm going to keep it short and sweet for this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It didn't make – it didn't match – it don't match Brock Lesnar. And I was like, I could see if he does this with each person that bested him. If he did this with Roman, if he did this with the undertaker, if he did this with people who he like really fought against have feuds with. And was like, okay, you know what? You're a cool person. But the fact that we got this once in a lifetime moment with Brock Lesnar, it had to be with the guy who they consistently roll the carpet out for like consistently they're doing they're doing the suckering succotash roman reigns with this guy and people aren't exactly catching on just yet it's going to catch on and i'll be here for it i i will take applications 
for the Cody Haters Club once y'all realize Get ready for what exactly going on. Ready for my <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all ready because if you're talking about beating my tribal you well, it's a it's a win-win situation for me because <laughs> if you beat my tribal chief, I still win because the fans are gonna be fickle. I'm like, yeah. see, see, this this is your guy. This is your guy. If you can take okay. six you're feet. not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. Okay. Exactly. Y'all are not going to y'all not gonna like it once he becomes champion, and then I'm very curious to how he's gonna do. It's the same thing he did in AEW. The same thing he did in AEW. He wanted to be the baby face, the ultimate baby face. He wanted to be the underdog, which works in WWE, not in AEW. AEW, they don't want the ultimate baby face, okay? They're allergic to that shit over there. You can't do that. Can't be it. You have to be evil, you have to curse. You have to hate kids at a certain point and stuff like that. Like, you can't do that over there. So the underdog thing works perfectly in WWE. But you can't do it too much. And he's just, like, really underdogging it up. So I I wonder how what's going to happen when he becomes champ. If he's going to still... Because he, he's going to have to change, like, his whole wrestling persona of this whole underdog thing. Because that's what his identity has been. It's going to have to evolve. it's gonna have to evolve we'll see how it goes um but next up we got the summer the slim gym SummerSlam battle royale um we had a whole slew of people (laughs) people who he's like oh damn i forgot that they were on the roster or people that we forgot was on the roster um and uh courtney says he needs to be healed he's never going to be a heel that's what people wanted him to be at aew he refused to be a heel he's he's feeling himself too much he is feeling himself too much this is cody right now (laughs) i mean they fucking love me (laughs) that's what he's telling tony khan every That is what he is telling Tony every single time he had a match. He is like, where is Tony? Yeah, I don't see it. I know there's a clip of someone say of uh Tony. Tony. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they love me. You hear that? They love me. <laughs> Uh, Courtney says, I want Samson from Arrow. I said he he could just be a delusional babyface. If he wants to be the underdog, he can do that. He could be like a straight up delusional babyface. Kind of what um kind of what the New Day was when they were heels. They were a delusional babyfaces sitting there and being straight smart asses to the fans. And the fans completely loved them for yeah. it. I was like, all he has to do is just be a delusional babyface and they're going to stop booing and they'll start cheering. Um, as long as you're not addicted to people, ain't nothing wrong with feeling yourself as Leo Prince. <laughs> yeah, he could just be a delusional baby face. But we had the SummerSlam, the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royale. Uh, definitely missed out on a mascot ringside. I guess Triple H was like, no more fucking mascots. <laughs> He probably was done after the cinemoji that we had. <laughs> he probably was done. But yeah, we had a whole slew of people um, that was in there. And the match, the bell actually rang. 
And first of all, shout out to Senor Stinky, who is yes. just the biggest fan of Omos. the surprise entrant, and that was Omas. We had um, MVP come out and say, you know, you can't have the Slim Jim Battle Royale without the biggest giant, and Omas comes out and uh, had a good showing as well. Um, so we had Apollo Crews. This is the order of elimination. So we had Apollo Crews, JD, Rick Booze, which <laughs> I forgot Rick. he was there. Ooh, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, then we had Otis, Ivar, Eric, Shinsuke, Tommaso, Cameron Grimes, Austin Theory, who was in the Battle Royale <laughs> that a lot of people were, uh, that some people was upset with, uh, Santos Escobar, and then we had um, Imperium eliminated, um, Senor Stinky had it, yeah, Senor Stinky had I have my thoughts, time. I have my theory who he is. Ooh, yeah, I'm in my theory Ooh. now. All's coming together. It's all coming together now. <laughs> Seeing the message, like the anonymous GM. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Did it? Used to hate that shit, man. <laughs> and then we had the um. Then we have Ridge and Butch eliminated. Then Riddle. Then Omos, who was eliminated by every damn body. Uh, the Miz, Grayson Waller, Karrion Cross. Uh, and then we were down to Chad Gable, Brunson Reed, AJ Styles, Sheamus, and Mr. L.A. Knight. This was um, actually better than what I thought it would be. I thought it was just going to be, I mean, it was, you know, the typical battle royale and stuff like that. But once we got to the final five, final four, um, I was like, how come we couldn't just have this as the, the match? Like, I get that you want to cram as many people in as possible so they can sit there and uh, pay the people. This was the let's squeeze in all the people that we can uh, match for the premium live event. Um, but the, you know, once we got down to LA Knight, Sheamus, AJ Style, Brunson Reed, and Chad Gable, the, the Battle Royale just like exactly went up. Uh, then we had Chad Gable eliminated, then Bronson Reed, AJ Styles, and then came down to Sheamus and L.A. Knight. And then in the end, of course, what everybody was wanted, of course, in the end, we had Mr. L.A. <laughs> Got the win in the end, and then they release the commercial. An updated commercial for Slim Jim. Um, as much as I do like Bianca Belair, I felt as though she did not belong in that um, in that commercial. Um, I felt as though it should be simply L.A. Knight because he was like, yeah, snap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that is perfect. So don't know where we go from here with L.A. Knight. Well, no, we saw, we kind of saw him mm -hmm. wrong. He, mm -hmm. is he is going against the Miz. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Uh, the promo versus promo between these two, it was heated. It was hot. They were both cooking. They were <laughs> they both were. cooking. Yes. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was promo for promo between those two, and it was it was very good. So I can't wait. I hope this is an actual feud last between these two so we can get more of the hot spicy promos and shots against each other but what are your thoughts for this battle royale battle, can't even talk right now I know. battle royale 
was fire. Even down to the last three, you had Sheamus, AJ, and you had LA Knight. It was both doing just work. And then when it came down to the LA Knight pop, that was made, that's what like solidified it when he was the last man and the crowd just popped all around and you just saw the reaction. And that's what I got out of it. I, that's why I got the joy out of it, seeing that crowd react. I'm like, cool, cool, you know, because he didn't deserve this. He earned that. All right. Yes. So big earned difference. it. <laughs> big difference. Earned. I'm like, all right, there you go. And then the follow up with that, they're keeping this momentum going. Shout out to Papa H. Like, no, we need to ride this wave. Let's plug him into Raw. Holy shit. You see, uh, I love the setup for it, too. You see the backstage, Miz getting ready for his, his photo op. And uh, <laughs> a lady was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not, we're, we're not ready for you yet. We got we got the superstar LA night. He was like, <laughs> what? what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was definitely in his feelings. Let me see. I got that clip. Me personally, I wouldn't take this level of disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn. But it set it up perfect for the in-ring promo battle and they was just and, and i was worried for a second because i was like man because la night he's just he is cold on the mic i hope mm -hmm. he just doesn't just overshadow you know uh miz but that didn't happen they was going bar for bar word for word i was like oh shit miz cooking too i was like oh man you just a wannabe attitude i star i was like oh shit yeah, that the Miz from the the Smack what was it Smack Talk when he was going Miz twenty yeah. I'll never forget that year twenty sixteen yeah. Miz yeah when he sat there and went toe to toe against Daniel Bryan and had him walk off we got that Miz back <laughs> <laughs> we got him you he think I'm a coward <laughs> you think I'm no 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 you you had your chance you think I'm a coward <laughs> <laughs> it just destroyed that man yeah yes. Brian just yeah he cried when he walked off yes but yeah great great showing for la Knight. of course it was mainly to get him on the card so that people could sit there and chant for him and stuff like that um but i'm happy for him i can't wait to see what happens between him and the miz that we're gonna have this great feud and great promos and all that other stuff between these two i can't wait for it definitely needs to go against someone who can go against them word for word um, cause that's really what Ellie Knight is very good at, of course. Um, <clears throat> but I'm happy for him. But up next, the, uh, match of the night <laughs> said no one <laughs> said no one. And that was the MMA rules match with Ronda Rousey going against Shayna Baszler. Um, this was not as intense as I thought it would be. Okay. Uh, you can clearly tell that Rhonda is just phoning it in at this point. I mean, her promos are pretty much fucking, uh, uh, down ham, uh, a fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we at with Rhonda. That is where we are at with Rhonda. Um, <clears throat> Shayna Baszler was like very intense and everything with her promo, and then Rhonda is just like, just phoned it in. You just played it again. <laughs> yeah, just phoned it. Fucking, uh, uh, damn, ham, uh, a fucking sandwich. <laughs> like, it's what that's that is the definition of Rhonda right there. When I saw that clip, I said that's Rhonda Rousey. That is Rhonda Rousey right there. The one person who should 
know how to cut promos, who have been in movies and all this other stuff, had to talk trash during, like, that's your thing that you had to do in UFC. You had to hype up the match, and you can't hype up the match. Couldn't hype up the match or anything like that. You had all this time to get used to the craft of cutting promos and stuff like that, and you weren't able to do it. And I've had a feeling it was a letdown. Like I had a feeling it wasn't going to work out because it was a this MMA rules match. <laughs> I was like, this feels like brawl for all, ladies and gentlemen. This is giving me brawl for all vibes, where we're trying to do something that we think we're being innovative, and the fans are like, you know what? I came here for a wrestling match. <laughs> if I wanted to see, if I wanted to see MMA, if I wanted to see anything else, I would have followed Logan Paul to go watch his brother. Okay. <laughs> now they got tickets for that instead. So the match wasn't intense because it's MMA. It's a lot of holds. It's a lot. It's very slow. And we done had three matches that kicked off SummerSlam. That was very, a bit fast paced, you know, it was intense and stuff like that. And then we come down to what should have been an intense match. And it really wasn't. Um, they, I feel like the, the, it wasn't like the few that it should have been, should have been a lot more, um, <clears throat> it should have been a lot more intense for the match. And it really wasn't. Um, trash. It was trash. <laughs> I thought it would be, I thought it'd be a lot better. Like it was a few spots where it was just like, okay, like we're really starting to pick up. Um, but it, it really didn't work out at all. It really didn't work out at all. Um, there's like a, a kick that um, that Ronda did to Shayna Baszler that looked good and stuff like that. And then um, the finish was just like, was uh, Ronda passing out, of course. And then uh, Ronda started to make that face where she's like, y'all really booing me at this point um i mean they thought this was going to be a good match WWE thought that the fans were going to like this mma rules match there was a clip of, of of like massive exodus of people going to the concession stand in the bathroom wherever they was going they were not staying in their seats and they unfortunately used this match as the bathroom break i mean it was pretty much Exactly what happened with this yeah. match. Yeah. Uh Brian said Baszler facing Rosley is like Leatherface taking one of those hooks and gutting a fish. Let her go back to UFC where she will get works like a part-time job again, <laughs> even with Nunez yeah. retired. Uh Courtney says it's like the slow jam we never wanted. Um <laughs> Brian said Queen just killed. <laughs> you did. You ended her. You ended her. Or that she's all. All she's gonna do is like make that face of uh, every time mm -hmm. watching this match is the same as watching the Chicago Bears. Oh man, he sucks. Oh no, here go Brian. Get your watch a dirty <laughs> mouth. If you're a Packer fan, you should speak <laughs> the galactic oh, shitless. <laughs> It's going down in the chat. <laughs> it's going down. Oh, you done brought man. the Chicago Bears into the chat, Gitchell. We got some Chicago people here who is not appreciating that comment. Not me. 
Okay. But yeah, we got some people in the chat in here who are not appreciative of that comment. But yeah, this match was no bueno. Uh, they could have they could have made it as a fight pit. They could have intensified it or something, or just make it a simple wrestling match and just make it more intense. They could have made it a submissions match or something like that, but yeah, at least something so as that it's not like hold and then 10 second 10 second of them just doing this and then hold and then another 10 second just shadow boxing at this point <laughs> it's like the when the power ranger go against the putties and you see the putties standing there and it's like a cool two minutes before any action happens that's exactly what we had here they're going like left to right <laughs> exactly what happened here <laughs> Devin what's your thoughts on this oh man this match it is a, a two pack of ass <laughs> the fuck are you talking about that shit stinks it was trash <laughs> just just trash I got I got okie doke with that goddamn video cinematic yes. great production of emotion driving this narrative that it just this shit suck give me a hell yeah Just garbage. <laughs> Don't choke on your food. <laughs> but it was garbage. And yeah, the mass exodus, it was, it was a reason. It was a reason. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. That Stone Cold part, that's what the producer or writer said when they, <laughs> when they was like, yeah, and then they rule smash. And he probably went back there, hell yeah. And everybody just yeah. looked at him. Like, man, the fans, they're going to love this. We? <laughs> we. Yeah, that's I how they left. For that <laughs> oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> we stay ready with the clips over here. We <laughs> but, yeah, the story before this match was fire. I got to be. It was. I, I, I gotta clarify. All right, the story before this match was fire. Like the video on Monday, yes. they shot. I was like, "Holy Shut shit!" It. They was both in their feelings. You saw the emotion. They both tearing. I'm like, "All right, all right, cool." They definitely setting this up, but it just the execution was flawed. Yeah, it, it was. I was like, "Bro, this this shit ain't gonna work." Exactly. <laughs> this was like selling. Uh, a lemon car you know this is this is like being sold a lemon you, they hyped it up and everything like that and you go sit there and turn the key and the bitch doesn't start at all <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh. people the chat's loving the clips never <laughs> 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 get old said brian and get your said not the uncle phil <laughs> oh yes oh yes <laughs> Yes, this match was no bueno. Um, I hope they learned their lesson. Whoever the uh, person behind the idea or producer needs to watch the Brawl for All. Because, you know, not, not the whole thing, but just that Brawl for All where Butterbean comes in to go against Bark Gun. Just watch that and you'll see. It was, like it was, it was stupid. And then they, mm -hmm. they should have learned from this. It was because it was garbage. <laughs> oh, Carlos blind. Embarrassing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this was not good at all. 
Um, but yeah, this was the bathroom break match. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of us on the watch along decided to re up <laughs> on drinks and everything like that. I think I left uh, too. <laughs> you know, I women's wrestling. Women's wrestling. At this point, yeah, it was that <laughs> there was and check the phone and everything like that. At that point, it was uh, no bueno. It check the was slide chat. exactly <laughs> not good at all. I gotta play this clip one more time because this shit killed me. <laughs> and yeah, because this is R.I.P. to Ronda's career. <laughs> No more of these goddamn promos from Ronda Rousey. Yes. Because the shit is trash. She tried to talk. Fucking, uh, uh, damn, ham, uh, a fucking sandwich. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, Brian. That match was like having a one night stand for a hot woman at a motel. She turns to the decrepit zombie lady oh, from no. The Shining. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, man. <laughs> this was one of those, you know, definitely, definitely a, uh, the video package was better than the match. Yeah. I know, I know 10 years from now, they're going to edit the hell out of this match. <laughs> Whenever they do the Ronda documentary, they're going to edit the hell out of this match. And they're going to make, you know, they're going to show the clips of the fans cheering. But it was actually fans cheering for Cody or something like that. <laughs> they're going to. Or a previous SummerSlam. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, if you guys did watch the uh, watch along or you can go check it out. We did do a na 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 na. Hey, hey, goodbye for Rhonda. <laughs> it was almost like, you know, uh, Money in the Bank where we just broke out into a chant. Everyone joined. And we're all on in sync and everything, but yeah. Uh, RIP to Ronda's career. Uh, but I have a feeling she may show up for Mania, and then uh, I don't know how long her contract is good for. Um, but yeah, she just I, go ahead I, back to UFC, girl. Uh, Nunez has retired, you're free, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, you're good now, <laughs> you're good now until the next person comes up, and then um, whack you silly, and then she'll be back to WWE <laughs> in no time. <laughs> Why she come back to the UFC? Then Nunez come back. This this Ronda. Oh, oh, oh. fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna she gonna be coming back. She gonna be like Bobby H. You uh, I can come back. I can uh, I can do this again. In the whole WWE universe. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. I ain't trying to hear that. Exactly. Exactly. But we're done with that match, as should WWE. <laughs> but after that, and we saw Ronda is now going against, um, we saw Ronda Rousey, I mean, Shayna Baszler is now going after Becky Lynch and Zoe Stark. So happy Good to follow. see the Queen of Spades returning and everything like that. Um, so next up, we have the Intercontinental Championship. Um, we got... Drew McIntyre going against the Ring General Gunther. Uh, first of all, this was a pretty good match. Uh, chopped beef, people getting cho- chopped city. Uh, we, they need they need to come up with something for Gunther. Chopped city or something like that. Chopping meat. We got somebody got to figure it out. 
Some somebody from the IC, IWC can figure out a, a name for it. But yeah, uh, Gunther went ham. This was a hard hitting match, as you see. Gunther is putting people in Suplex City too. He could do it too. <laughs> he could do it too. But this was a good yeah. match between them. Of course, Gunther wins. Um, people are thinking, okay, Drew, it's going to be time for you to uh, turn heel and uh, do something else. Ah, Courtney says, Chop City. There we go. Yes, Chop City. Because um, Gunther is here to stay, and uh, he is trying to be the IC champion. Forever. Forever. Exactly. Yes. He is out here All to beat the honky talk man. Um, I'm hoping that they will give him a celebration too. Like, let's let it all out. Give him the celebration. We'll have um, what's his face sit there and just do all the introductions. We need Samantha Irvin as well doing the introduction for him and everything. Just make it a whole spectacle. A whole spectacle. Um, but yeah, 30, I think it's about 30 days until he beats Honky's, uh, title reign. Um, he can hold on to that title until WrestleMania for all I like. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he hey, until no argument on this side of the fence. And I, know, I know something yes. about forever champions. You know, I want, <laughs> I want Roman to be forever champion. Now I get come to be a forever champion. Oh. And we shall. <laughs> exactly exactly what's your thoughts on this match match was fire uh it was violent it was mm -hmm. and it, it it went down almost that i thought it would down but it, it was the moments that i thought drew was gonna have them the back and forth with the chops mm -hmm. it was that one spot hit him with the claymore out of nowhere and i was like whole shit yeah. is this it right here but now Gunther, he took that, he took those chops, took those, uh, took that finisher like a boss and destroyed that dude. Get the fuck up out of here. And Drew was leaving. He's going to cry in the car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, it was like my second or third favorite match. I already know my number one, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know you're number one. Uh, what's going on, Moneymaker Chris? Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. But yeah, this was a this was a pretty good match between these two. Uh, can't wait to see. Um, what, well, no, yeah, no, we know what happens next. We had a number one contenders match for Gunther, and we had um, I forgot all who was in it, but. In the end, Ricochet, Chad Ricochet. Gable, oh, sorry, Fit Riddle. Yep, and Riddle. Yeah, yes. Riddle. I don't know there why, but Riddle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Riddle. Riddle. Just because. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Chad Gable who won in his hometown in a WWE match, something that we don't see that often. We do not see people win in their hometown. Um, so I didn't think Chad Gable was going to do it, but he won. He wanted his hometown in front of his kid and everything like that. Had a good moment with his kid. And so we're going to have Gunther versus Chad Gable. That's going to be a fucking good ass oh, match. Give me that. Give me that. Oh, boy. That stuff is yeah.
Let's go. That is going to be a good match. Um, but yeah, so I can't wait for that to happen. I say turn into a feud. Turn it into a feud between those two. Um, but yeah, so, but, you know, bye, Drew. Uh, go turn heel. <laughs> <laughs> turn heel, um, you know, and start kicking some ass. Damn, I'm going to come in and just claymore somebody at a certain point. Because um, he came, he returned, he came back, um, talked some mad shit, um, lost. And it's like, you know, I'm sure people are going to come up to him. Before- 4K! How did they get you in 4K? Like, you you, you really lost. <laughs> you really lost. <laughs> Courtney said Gable got kids. <laughs> Chris Baker said that's going to be an awesome match. It is going to be an awesome match. That's going to be so good. So I can't wait to see that match between those two. Um... Then next up for the World Heavyweight Championship, we got Seth freaking Rollins going against Finn Balor. Um, now, the match was pretty good. It didn't really pick up until the end. Yeah. Um, of course, of course, Seth Rollins sit there and trolling just like he did with Roman Reigns, <laughs> which I... I will never forget that moment of him coming out to the shield music with the shield entrance Disrespect. with the shield gear. Disrespectful. <laughs> just, just disrespectful. Pissed the just pissed Roman the fuck off. He was in the zone. I remember that. I remember that vividly. He just holding his title in the zone. Shield hotel. The, the, the fuck he at? I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, I did not like disrespectful as hell, Seth. I'm hating on that. But we had him, once again, he was wearing the same gear that he beat Finn Balor with, I think it was. And that was the match that Finn Balor got injured. And he wore that same piece. I'm like, from seven years ago? (laughs) The man who has no fashion sense. Yeah, he'd be wearing some of the craziest shit. I don't know. Hey, that that be him. Um, but he be wearing some crazy ass stuff. Um, I think he tries to go crazier each year. Each time we see him, he tries to go crazier. But this was a good match. Of course, it didn't pick up until the judgment day comes out. We had Damien with the briefcase. We had Dirty Dom, who is built differently and then we have Rhea Ripley which of course I have to I'm under obligation to always play this every time we say Rhea Ripley god damn <laughs> okay um but yeah they come out and they wanted they went and helped out um Finn Balor uh Finn Balor wanted Damian Priest to interfere and use the briefcase um, but that didn't work out. And then Finn Balor wanted Damian Priest to cash in the briefcase to make it a triple threat match to help him win the title, which didn't make sense either. So then Damian's like, I'm not doing that. I'll send you the briefcase and you can win. And then, you know, Finn didn't realize the briefcase was sent in, but Seth saw it. So Seth did the stop on Finn Balor on the case 
Finn, um, Seth Rollins won one, two, three. And we, of course, have now the new image that people are going to be using now on the X in social media. And that was Damian Priest. Like, that was the <laughs> face people made during the Ronda Rousey match, by the way. But yeah, we had Damian Priest sit there and just like, really? All that you did, all just that, Mr. No Carbs, all that, and it didn't even work out. But what's your thoughts on this match? This this match was another one that I had on my books that I made note because I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the, the troll because as soon as the match started, you know, Seth threw the jacket into, into Fit Balor's face. It was like, what? Oh, oh, oh. fuck all that. And just came up and hit his ass. I was like, Whoa. so this match was was fire. The match, even Judgment Day, Dominic seeing Rhea, and then when Dominic got hurt, seeing Rhea getting distracted by that, got to take care of her man. It's like she was consoling this man. That's all she was focused on. She was yep. focused on nothing else but dirty dime. I was like, all right, respect to that. And then Finn miscommunication. He don't know what he want. Hey, don't cash in, but do cash. Hey, hold on. Cash in for help me. <laughs> I was like, what? This don't make a lick of sense. He all over the place. And that's what happened. That's what happened. And then shout out to Seth. You know, fashion choices because it's, you know, his fashion choice is hard to describe. This, this is like the fans it trying is. to describe his, his fashion choices. Fucking, uh, uh, damn, ham, uh, a fucking sandwich. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah the match was fire though match was fire where do you go from here i think finn is done with the world maybe well, you know i take that back payback payback man. Mm -hmm. they're on the cover of payback so we'll wrap this up you know and finn is he's not getting the belt he's done you're done with the world title i see who they're building with it could be it could be dirty dime they're setting them up. They're testing them out. NXT. I see that he's getting ratings. He's a draw. He gets the most heel heat in WWE. It's, it's insane. You know what I'm saying? I put him at one B. You know when it comes to heel heat, one A. Of course, <laughs> Chopper Chief right behind me. But one B. You know it's nothing. It's still to be proud about. But that's what I see. He's the, he's going to be the next one to take that title off of Seth, and then yeah, everybody's going to start bitching again, which I can't wait for that. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I feel like, yeah, they're going to do one more thing at payback and then Finn's going to be done. And then it's going to be, I feel like, the change with Judgment Day. Uh, JD is going to interfere with, um, it's JD is going to interfere uh, with Judgment Day. He's going to eventually replace Priest. And then that's where we go from there. Um, do you think he steals Becky's clothes? I don't know. I think he just goes to the Cirque du Soleil store or something like that and get one of their costumes. Because uh, what the he be wearing is like straight crazy. Uh, man, I just, I just thought of a clip for that now. I'm about to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of a clip for him. Oh, man, I'm so ignorant. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to get that clip. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Stay tuned for the clip. That comes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Stay tuned. But yeah, um, 
But Finn is trying to win that title so bad that he is willing to just let Damien the cash in just to sit there and help him. I'm sure afterwards, Finn Balor's probably... Oh, man. What? You're just ruining it. You're ru Look at my lips. You're ruining it. Ruining. Verbatim yeah. like that. Saying that yes. Priest. Damien's getting kicked out of the group. Yeah, I think so. I think replace Priest with JD. I think Damien has the can get turn turn face and get the um turn face and get the support of the fans and everything like that and then go from there because I need JD in the Judgment Day him and Finn Balor because I seen JD in NXT and that man can't sit there he can do some crazy shit yeah, can't JD, wait for it though JD McDonough yes JD <laughs> McDonough. Can't wait for it. Uh, oh, thank you, Fast Cash. Y'all make sure y'all support the last <laughs> first lady. I don't know where we'll Always. be without her. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Um, but yeah, but next up, we have for the women's triple threat match where the champion was, you know, not even important in the feud. And that is Asuka going against Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. Um, first of all, Asuka wasn't even the one to come out last. They had Bianca come out last because they wanted to do a product placement. <laughs> a pro they wanted her to pose with the product. Which y'all could have just said this match is brought to you by said product. Um, and had the shit on the Titan Tron and all that stuff. And instead, y'all was like, no, no, no. We're going to have Bianca come out with the product, which she could have done. She could have came out second and still posed with the product. I still don't get why she came out last, but the disrespect to Asuka is just crazy. I thought that Papa H will um, book her better than the way that she has been booked, um, but we have not seen that. We have not seen that at all. Um, so instead, she came out second. We had Bianca come out last um, with the product placement. The disrespect to my girl Asuka. I know, and I was, and I was hoping that this this go around would be better because she is the evil. Like she, she's like right there to the psycho clown persona that she had. But nope, we did not get it. Um, <laughs> Charlotte Flair, loud as fuck calling out the spots come here do it again again no we gotta go over this way i heard her say that part no we gotta go over this way to oscar because they had to line one up for <laughs> one more time line up for the splash it's just like damn john cena like we, we need to, <laughs> like you have to learn to lower your voice there are mics near the ring we could hear you uh, get just said the product placement kind of overloaded times. It is overloaded times. Like that bad boy is it's it's getting there with the product placement stuff. Like I, we get it. You know, so you're about marketing and stuff like that. You want to sell it. I'd rather you sit there and do what y'all did for Snickers and say that it's brought this match is brought to you by such and such and put on Titantron. Just do what AAA does. AAA will have it on the Titantron for Titantron. From time to time, well, they haven't done Titan Tron the whole time, but you just throw it on Titan Tron from time to time when and then have the camera boom hit the shot with the um facing the Titan Tron. Why can't we do that? 
you know, or just put it on the the LED board and stuff like that that they <laughs> like to do from time to time. Like, why do we have to have Bianca Belair come out and Vanna White the product <laughs> during a triple threat match? That's something I expect Tony Khan to do. <laughs> <laughs> I expect Tony Khan to do that with the women's division. Just just go out there and just pose with the product. But instead, we get the uh, we get Bianca Belair posing it in the intro, uh, during the entrance of her match. I'm like, they better get that um, that shot. They got They better have the perfect picture when she did that. Um, but yeah, Charlotte with the loud spots. Um, shout out to Bianca Belair for selling the the hell out of that knee. She needs to get into acting because she got she got me. She got a lot of people. I think she got the, the whole on crew, right? Yeah, she had all of us. The way that, you know, she had the hurt knee from the get-go, she was selling it, and then the spot where um, Charlotte tossed her over the ra- over the rope, and she went down to the ground. She hit the, the steps and then started screaming, like, scream cream, like, in the middle of a damn horror movie, and was sitting there crying and everything like that, sold it perfectly well. I mean, she had me until they started going down the uh, ramp and the camera was still there and everything like that. That's when I kind of was like, okay, I see that we're we're selling it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yes, Bianca is the GOAT. Like, she gets props for that one. She had a lot of people fooled into thinking, like, she legit hurt her hurt her um, gear, her, her uh, knee. Uh, Bel Air gear was fire. Yes, she always has fire gear that she makes herself. I'm waiting for her to drop the the fashion line, um, which mm. I know we're not going to get anytime soon. But <laughs> <laughs> but still, she she sold that knee so well, thought that it was legit until I was like, oh no, it's a work. And she came back and did a uh 450 splash because she was looking back and she saw that Charlotte had Oscar in the figure eight. She came back on a bad knee and did a 450 splash. And it was a nice size distance, too, that she had to cover. Um, and then we had Charlotte, who did the figure eight on Bianca. Um, Asuka came in and gave the miss to Charlotte. And then um, we had Asuka, who tried to pin Bianca, but Bianca was able to reverse it. And then pinned Asuka while she was in the figure eight. And now, as you see... We had Bianca Belair who won, which a lot of people was not happy about. A lot of people was not happy about this. But before we get into the next part, what is your thoughts on this match? Ladies wrestled a very crisp match outside of Charlotte calling out the moves, (laughs) you know. But pops to Charlotte because if she's she called this match, that was her. She led this match. This is why the reasons she is the queen. And she mm-hmm. was leading the ladies. Hey, so this wasn't Bianca. This was, you know, behind the scenes. I say, like, oh, shit, this is her. She She's orchestrating the match. But, you know, just use your six-inch voice. All right, just whisper. <laughs> Baby whispers next time. We'll, you know, hopefully, you know, you fix on that. But fire match, man, Bianca scared the Evan, Evan living shit out of me when she fell and hit her knee on the staircase. And she instantly you know, yelled and started crying right behind. I was like, oh, shit, no, this look legit. Mm-hmm. And then they helping her. And then, yeah, when she started walking back and had a little pep in her step and did a, did a fucking 450 in a goddamn, damn near in the middle of the ring, too. So yeah. I was like, hold on, they're going to have to, like, wiggle, 
a little bit over or something like that because ain't no way she can clear that. But hey, gotcha, gotcha, got me. Right, fool me. So props to the ladies doing the damn thing. The disrespect for Oscar continues. Like, damn, even mm -hmm. on the traffic, she's in the back, not in the middle with the championship. Bianca, so that pretty much tell you she is still their cash cow. They are still going with her as the face of the women's division. So that ain't going to change. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well live with it. But they need to rectify what is going on with this Oscar because that title reign was weak as fuck. It is decided. Yes. The title reign of it was very weak. I mean, people are pretty much. That's what I'm talking about. This shit means something to me, man. Yeah, that's, that's me when Travel Chief wins every time. <laughs> <laughs> like. I mean, I'm very sure we'll probably get a clip that when Bianca Belair won that title, some people will. somebody's reaction that was somebody's reaction when she held that title up they need to let oscar turn into kana i wish they need to let oscar to just go out like i don't understand why papa h isn't letting it happen because you know she she had a, an amazing run in nxt mm -hmm. so i'm not understanding right. why it's not crossing over now that he is in charge of creative um, I'm, I, I guess there will be a dirt sheet out there that say actually Vince was it was Vince's idea. It was Vince. It was Vince. For had a run to be like this, and for uh, and for Bianca to win the um, for Bianca to win the the championship. But before people sat there and started, you know, lighting up their torches and everything like that, we had somebody's music. Okay, we had EO. Sky, I was about to call her Eo Shirai. Eo Sky's music hit, and she comes out. Her and Bailey, uh, she gives the briefcase to Bailey. Bailey, you know, swap uh, Charlotte with the briefcase, and then the same thing to um, Asuka as well. They come in. Um, she tried to hit Bianca with it, but Bianca ducked it, and then Eo took the briefcase, hit um, Bianca's knee. Uh, and then turned around to Jessica to cash it in and shout out to Jessica, the referee, for the fastest cash in in WWE history. Okay. Because what we have been seeing for all these years, every time there's a cash in, these referees be. Fucking, uh, uh, damn, ham, uh, a fucking sandwich. That's exactly how the referees be. You want to cash in? What? Is this a briefcase? Are you about to travel? You want to you want to cash this in? Are you sure? Are you sure you want to cash it in? This reminds me of when uh I think it was Carmella who Carmella. wanted to cash in, and it took her a good five minutes for that ref to actually cash in. Uh, but shout out to Jessica. She took the briefcase and immediately went over to I think it was Mike. 
went over to him and was like, hey, she's cashing in. Call it. By the time he was done saying that she's cashing in and the bell rings, Jessica was already in the ring ready for the match to begin. So shout out to her for understanding the assignment and knowing what to do whenever someone gives you the money in the bank briefcase. Immediately do your job, hand it over to the announcer, <laughs> say she's cashing in, and then run back yes. to referee the no match. No wasted motion. No wasted, no wasted time. Yes. And EO did not waste her time. She was waiting for the bell to ring so she can. She was already on the top rope, sat there, did the moonsault, got the count one, two, three, and we got ourselves a new champion. And shout out for this because we had the we had the introduction of damage control a year earlier at SummerSlam. And then now we have them back together again because we had uh, Dakota Kai who was there. And she actually mentioned during her stream that she was called, um, I think the day before or that day, hey, mm. we need you. We need you. Um, we need you here. We need you in Detroit by six o'clock or something like that. And she was able to get a flight somehow and she made it in like during uh, Gunther's match or something like that. So she Whoa. just made it in. Yes. Just made it in. So, so happy for them that we're actually going somewhere with this trio. Uh, but yes, but we have EO Sky as the new champion. And I am so happy for it. But what are your thoughts on this match? Love the cash in. I was hyped when it happened. I called the cash in for my prediction. I say EO is cashing in, but I thought it would be on Oscar, even Charlotte, but I didn't think about Bianca. I and mean, when you think about it, it makes sense, you know, because yeah. she's the most over woman in the WWE. So you might as well have, get that Bianca rub. And mm -hmm. let's see if this works. Let's see if Papa H is not going to waste this like he did with Oscar. So, yes, Papa H, all right, just take your time, yeah. set up some stories. All right, maybe a little riff in. In the uh damage control, let's see if we see a little jealousy between Bailey. That would be interesting too. But mm -hmm. I'm down for this match and shout out to Jessica for that performance of a cash in. You know what, Jessica? This is for you. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the GOAT. The GOAT. <laughs> the GOAT exactly. the of cashing in. Exactly. Um did an amazing job with that cash in. She really did. Um, but I'm happy for EO that she had won the championship and we'll see where she goes from here. It would be interesting to see if they're going to do the rift between her and Bailey. Um, Cause obviously I would assume that she is now going to be more of a face than a heel. We'll see how they book her. Um, but I can't wait to see where she goes from here. I'm hoping that Papa H treats her title reign important. Okay, please don't pull an Oscar on her, but actually treat her title reign as important. And I hope she holds on to the title for a nice minute as well. Nice minute. Please. But yeah, but that's our, uh, which, what were you about to say? No, I was, I was just saying, please, Papa H, just yes. you know, give us a good, healthy title reign. Lengthy yes. and healthy title. When I mean healthy, I mean good matches, good stories in there to make the, so she can make that title her own, so. Exactly. But yeah, that's the uh our breakdown of the SummerSlam and everything like that. Uh we talked about Roman Reigns and Jay Uso from the get-go. Had to get the 
the big prediction out of the way <laughs> from the get-go. Um, but yeah, overall, SummerSlam was a very good pay-per-view. Um, I believe I gave it, I believe I gave it an A plus or B plus mm. at uh, uh, during the watch along. Um, but yeah, but the Ronda Rousey fight was the downfall for me. The um, the Ricochet and Logan Paul was more hyped up as a match than what it really was. If they had just you know went through the intensity between them two or something like that, that they just don't like each other, you know, just didn't hype it up as it's going to be the most viral match of all time and all this other stuff. I would have liked the match a little more for what we got. But overall, SummerSlam was a very good pay-per-view. Cannot wait for payback as we are finally getting the Uso versus Uso. And we're going to see where Roman goes from here as we will see him on SmackDown if he's going to be like, all right, you guys got it. Bye. I'm gonna go rest. I'm gonna go rest. See, See that Royal Rumble. Survi- Royal Rumble or Survivor Series. One of them. I'm out. You guys can do your damn selves. Y'all got this. <laughs> I am not part of the Usos, so y'all got it from here. But yeah, but what's your thoughts on SummerSlam? Final thoughts overall, great. Still A plus because of the, the craftsmanship of storytelling. I always put storytelling over professional wrestling because you need the storytelling to enhance the wrestling and that's what it does for me so yes and plus tribal chief again you know you know the stand tall Who, who's next who's next tiana khadijah lenny carvel him 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 her him him bodies 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 who's next <laughs> exactly <laughs> so a plus all around it is decided for me is decided but yeah but thank you first of all thank you Devin for joining me on this recap and thank you to the chat the hot chat for coming in and sitting there giving y'all opinions for SummerSlam and everything like that but that's it for the Russell Brett podcast thank you guys so much for watching and listening before I plug my stuff I'm gonna have the tribal chief of podcast and plug his stuff Devin, where can they find you? BloodlineNetwork.com. All right. You can find me in the family, everywhere, all the content. When I talk about all the content, all the content, not just professional wrestling. We do gaming. Me and the tri- I'm about to say Tribal Chief. Me <laughs> and the First Lady. I got Tribal Chief on my mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm apologizing to you. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how much I love my tribal We know but what's not going on your mind. Yes, all the time. All the time. Show up and win. All the time. Yep. Tribal Chief, yes. But First Lady and myself, the Destiny 2 with the Tribal Chief, on Twitch exclusive. Four days out the week, you can catch us. Catch me tomorrow, Gaming with the Bloodline. Destiny 2 with the Tribal Chief is going down. Might do a little bit earlier than my normal time, but we'll see. I'll let y'all know. But like I said, you can find all of our hot content bloodlinenetwork.com forward slash merch and don't forget the merch too all right we got hot tanks we got beach towels we got coffee cups we got mouse pads we got pillows we got phone cases all right we got etc for yo pleasure <laughs> and thank you first lady all right you did a phenomenal job kill it with the clips ended Ronda's career live <laughs> on 4k it's done <laughs> 
All right, it is the stop. <laughs> yes, we have ended Rhonda's career with just a few seconds from a little kid who just didn't know what to say, just like Rhonda. But yes, but thank you so much, Devin, for joining me for this breakdown of SummerSlam and your sermon for the Tribal Chief, of course, as always. But for those on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe as well. And like Devin said, check out the website, bloodlinenetwork.com. Okay, if you enjoyed this podcast, there's plenty of a podcast out there. Go to bloodlinenetwork.com. There's an amazing group of people who are doing awesome articles about wrestling, UFC, sports, entertainment, everything. Instead of going to all these different websites, just go on to one website, and that's bloodlinenetwork.com. A lot of awesome, great podcasts out there as well that you can go and check out, including not only just yours truly, but we have the Tim King Show, the AEW Dynamite Review. We have uh, the Bro Brocast Podcast. We have the Universal Wrestling Podcast. We have the Tim King Show. We have Talk Rope Wrestling Talk. We have the Director's Cut. We have Get Off Your Chest Too, that's one of our newest um, shows. So go over to the website, check out all the podcast shows, whatever show speaks to you, whatever vibe you like, go check out that podcast, follow the podcast and everything like that as well. But you can find me on Twitter at JDC137. You can also find the podcast at Russell Brett as well. Be sure to click the links in the bio for all the socials as well. And just like Devin said, you can find me late night gaming with JD on Mondays at 11.15 p.m. EST. So after you watch Raw, 15 minutes later, hop on the Twitch. I'm playing Last of Us right now. Uh, yes, and I got my controller right here. Ah, I am yeah. currently playing. We got it. Right here. <laughs> I am currently playing Last of Us on Mondays. Um, and then Tuesdays, 10.30 p.m. 10.30 p.m. EST. That's So after you watch NXT, if you watch NXT, 30 minutes later, hop on the Twitch. And I am playing on Star Wars Tuesday. I am currently playing Jedi Survivor. So hop on in. Even if you're not a fan of video games, still hop on in. I normally talk wrestling, whatever. And we go in there and have a great time as well. And like Devin said, go check him out Wednesdays and Fridays on Twitch as well as he plays Destiny 2. So be sure, like he said, also check out the merch, bloodlinenetwork.com forward slash merch to check out all the shirts and the merchandise that we got going there as well. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and until next time, peace. You're listening to the Russell Bread Podcast. Yowie, wowie. With one beer.